You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. road regardless yeah why well, I, I was talking about getting so hard yeah yeah hey everyone did you ever oh. get so hard looking at a photo of this woman you ever get so hard looking at a, fo- a photo of a former bodybuilder this is like okay so we were talking guys right it's fucking weird and it's been discovered because we were talking about the top five old ladies, I guess, and we we're talking about who. Yeah, I think qualifies. five might be a stretch. You might have to take <laughs> take that down to three. I've got a list of like ten. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. I haven't I haven't done the research on some of these, and it's also I'm just making a list of women I thought were hot when I was a kid, which is not I, but, like necessarily and then the we'll same find thing. Out. Now, now we'll find out if they're hot or not. All right, okay. Hot or not dot com. Remember? Yeah. Craig, were you ever on there? No. Hot or not dot com. No. I would click hot on you. I would. Would you, Andrew? I click uh, hot on. Sure. I click hot on Andrew too. Oh, Hashtag hot Andrew. I don't know what this is. I don't think I was on it. Oh, hotornot.com is when people would upload their photographs and let people I mean, around I, the world. The explanation is in the yeah. is in the name. No, but it was good because people around. It was the first time ever where people around the world could rate you, and then you could check in on your score. And I remember I uploaded a photo which I thought was cool. It was me uh, with a goatee That's and a no. beanie on. 
It's like late night, early 2000s. You should have uploaded that photo, the the burning bridges photo from the basement. <laughs> oh, with, everybody had a puffy vest on. Everybody with the puffy hey, vest. For the, yeah. for the record, I had a puffy jacket, like lit entirely by like yellow street light. That was really. Oh, that was good. We did. We t- I remember that was a whole thing. We took a bunch. Of, we walked around all night taking photos. Yeah, that's what you're we supposed had a, to we do. Had a, and we had a girl take photos, which is what you're supposed oh, to do. It's also what you're supposed to do. She's like, I'll, I'll get these processed for you at school. And then we waited two weeks, and then there they were, a stack of photos. We got to pick one for our promo because we're on a label now. you know. And we picked that one. It was one of the only ones that came out. There is no like event in being in a band I find less fulfilling than when everyone has to get together and take the photos for the record <laughs> or for the interview or whatnot. Um, it doesn't seem necessary in this There's a label we deal with who will remain fucking nameless who always <laughs> has his or her boy like take photos of us when we play in Great. whatever town that might be and uh it's every time they take the photo everyone is looking like happy and then it's me and it's looking like my dog just died i'm just really just fucking miserable yeah i know i know a great uh, yeah. wall downtown we can yeah go yeah there's the search for the walls no it's oh, no yeah. joke wall search yeah where's wall drug remember the bumper sticker where the hell is wall drug and then he found it we found it one day wall drug yeah it was in like lincoln nebraska or some shit hmm. remember wall drug no i don't well, anyways, we're talking about five <laughs> five old ladies we like to be with. I say be with, not be with. fuck. Well, I mean, you could like, but that also changes things too because like, well, be with implies yeah, like uh, Claudia Cardinale doesn't look very good anymore, but it'd probably be fun to sit down and like listen to her oh, no. like speak and talk okay, about okay. fucking Charles Bronson. Fine, you know? the ones you like to flip the legs up and slam hard. Yeah, that's different. How about that? All right, that's different. Yeah. Okay, so that's what we're doing. What What's that? Oh, no, she's dead. Never Who? mind. Emma, Charles Emma Bronson's Peel? wife, but she died. That's it. That's my car. That's my wife. That's my wife you're fucking. Uh, oh, wow. Imagine if that was the thing. That's what flew him into a, a 53 murder suicidal rage. He killed 53 people in that movie. Um, Was he, instead of finding somebody stealing his car stereo, he found somebody trying to fuck his wife. Yeah, whatever. I forgot her name. She was the president's wife in that fucking terrible movie we watched. <laughs> Which one? Uh, assassination. Assassination was a great movie because they flew across the country in a Bell Jet Ranger helicopter. <laughs> I love right. that I one. I forgot about that. So good. Like, meanwhile, back in Washington, they flew back. I like that they got on the bus and they got from Washington, D.C. to the desert in what seemed like 90 minutes. It was great. great. Hollywood, they call that the magic of show business. Yeah, Hollywood. Really, really good. Hollywood. So what's going on, Andrew? How was your week? It was good. I had a great week. Yeah? You know, life is chill. Yeah. What'd you do? Um, little of this, little of that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, 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 uh, I saw you a few times. Everything was really good. Yes. Yes. We're all on, we're all on high spirits. I've been, uh, I've been doing this thing where I've been having more beer than ever. Yeah. I actually, but... I drank a lot this week, too. It's not good. <laughs> no, no, no. But... I have a, a way to tame that, to curtail Bring that. this to the people. I think this is a good idea. I'm bringing it to the people right now. This is this, not only is this Pirate Summer, but I think it's a component of This is of the Pirate official Summer. drink of Pirate Summer. It's Every a, week, we've got to add yes. a new layer to Pirate Summer. Pirate Summer was started out with tracksuits. Now, I think it's like white linen shirts, print optional. I, you know, I still yeah, want to stick with the tracksuit in the fall or like when it gets, or maybe like at night you wear the tracksuit. But Perfect yeah, man, example. it's fucking hot during the day. Today started out at 55 degrees. Oh, good tracksuit. Raining. Suit, and now it's like... In- inimitably fucking humid and gross yep. because we live on a river we're not going to tell you where we live <laughs> <laughs> but we live on a river 
and it makes everything hot and miserable. And living in living in the city is miserable anyway, and then it makes it hot and miserable, which is the worst. So, adding to the component of uh, another component added to Pirate Summer is ice beer. Yeah, I like this ice beer. It's beer on the rocks. Get a cheap can of beer, Tecate, whatever. That's my weapon of choice, but you can get Budweiser. There's articles on this from like 2010, and I remember, like this was there was, an, there, was a, <laughs> there was a wrestler who always talked about ice beer, ice beer. Um, I forget his name, but he always in his promos he incorporated ice beer. He's like, after the show we're going we're going to the, the Hilton, we're going to drink drink an ice beer. I think you had a fucking fever dream. I don't no, think this I did. happened. No, I swear to God, it was, um, <laughs> it was one of the dudes who was in the Freebirds. And I forget his fucking name. And he ended up working for WWE. Uh, but I forget. And he's like, oh, we're going to drink drinking some ice beer. And I, I remember that. I hung on to that. And then when I was old enough to drink, I was like, ice beer, ice beer. And then I was like, was he thinking about like Bud Ice? Now, beer over ice. It's a Southern tradition. It's cool. Like, many Southern traditions are awful. This one is not. It's a Southern tradition. Putting oil on the highway so it's not, it doesn't get as dusty as a Southern tradition. Which it's pretty I cool. Like. I like that one. <laughs> I'm down for that. Um... Yeah, that's like putting putting it on like the media, like the sides of the roads, or um, not picking up like like rubbish on the highway is also a southern tradition. I don't like. Um, I'm with that one too. <laughs> but this one, Actually, I, th- I think I like southern traditions. Yeah, this one is a southern tradition I love. Beer on the rocks. Write it down. Mark it. Because that's all I'm having this summer. Woke up drunk. Drank four in a row yesterday. No, go ahead. I drank four in a row yesterday with uh, ice on beers on ice. Did not have a hangover. Did not feel crappy. Felt ready to take over the universe. Uh, four beers, and I'm usually down for the count. Kind of a lightweight. <laughs> ice beer allowed me to testify to the Lord that what I was doing was not only prescient, but right. And I felt... Like, uh, there was a Southern tradition involved there. <laughs> Honestly, I looked up and I saw my mama in the clouds. Yeah. I saw my uncle, I saw my uncle John in the clouds and he said, good job, boy. And I said, what? I haven't seen you since I was about knee high to, uh, up to an armadillo. And now you're telling me about ice beer. He's like, we've known all along, son. <laughs> you got to find your own path. Don't cry. Gotta, gotta put Don't the cry. pain. Gotta put the pain down. Honestly, so Don't far this cry. is all really good advice. He's like, "Don't cry, son. Just drink this ice beer, like it was your own, like you brewed it yourself." Don't Aven- cry. Avenge me, he said. And we were, and then ended up we were in a communist training camp. So, well, it's, yeah, actually correct. Now, yes, I, I read Don, read Donville, Calumet City, Colorado, and suddenly he was like, "Don't." Don't cry. I gotta force it down. Force the pain below. Let it become Big something old fat else. Cock. <laughs> <laughs> I really um, love that. That's a that's a, our friend Chris. Thank you for sending us. Thank you for uh, leaving that voicemail for Craig. Big old fat conk. Big flared out mushroom head. <laughs> Eight inches of cut cock with a big old flared out mushroom head. Big balls. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody hates that. I love it. That's the actually no. That's uh, um, that's the the voicemail that producer Craig left me. 
Oh, that makes sense. It sounds, it sounds right. <laughs> I was like, God damn. Um, all right, but so yeah, you've heard it here first. The official drink of Pirate Summer is Iced going beer. to be iced beer. Iced beer, beer over ice. Beer. Call it whatever you want. Imagine beer over ice, linen shirt, you know, long boxer shorts, no boxer briefs because it's you know, summer. Yeah, right? what do you, if you wear the linen shirt, I don't know what you wear underneath. Nothing. Maybe you still wear the fucking. Maybe you still wear the the jogger pants. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, all right. We're working no, this out. you dress like you own a bodega. Like you have like like a dress shirt and jogger pants and dress shoes. Dress shoes. Okay, that sounds pretty Like good. you just had to leave somewhere real quick in a hurry. All right, we got you got options now. <laughs> For those of you in the South that can't wear a, a, a fucking tracksuit, you can wear the linen shirt. I mean, if you want to wear a tracksuit, that's fine. Beham gets cool at night, right? Does it? <laughs> it? I does. remember getting that very I remember that, it being that cool that, cool, that like... That heat that you get used to because it's dry and nice. That's so weird. I rem- yeah. remember it being a humid like cesspit. I remember you sitting like in, in, like in fucking Kevy's apartment because it was oh. air conditioned. So oh, we yeah. didn't want to leave the house at all. I remember that too. Um, no, I do like no, I remember sitting at Al's on the porch. My God, that was I mean, good. when we first got to Birmingham, I've told this story. I'm not going to tell it again. I've definitely told it three times in the podcast, but it was it seemed to be the most di- dismal place oh, I'd ever been. Remember when we, we were going to go to the... We went to a vegetarian restaurant one time. We came back the next time to go there, and they burned down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember getting vibed in the laundromat. That was really yeah, cool. Yeah, cool spot. They knew that we were Northerners. And I was belly like, devils. I was like, I like Tom Petty. Don't hit, don't shoot me. Don't shoot me with a with a shotgun that's been passed down for generations. It's full of rock salt. Yeah, it's full of rock salt. Two rocks, two shots of rock salt, and then I got a buck shot for anyone else who has any questions. I love this. Right? God, South fucking rules. Uh, then I got eight inch cock with flared on mushroom head. How dare you? See, I'm quoting the quoting the bumpers. Shout out to the producer Craig for doing the bumps. It's really cool. How dare you? <laughs> there it is. Speaking of producer Craig, um, you you received the shout out in a, in a pornographic film that I was watching the other day. Would you like to hear it? Sure. Hung over that body and eleven inch dick of his. Craig was a monster, six foot five, of muscle and a tool between his legs that would make anyone's knees weak. Verified. Then truth. there's. Yeah, it's true. Is that confirmed? Craig, is that confirmed by the? I got 20 seconds. Then I'm finna sit here with my mouth closed and look at you. <laughs> my favorite athlete of all time. God, he's so good in so many ways. A big E40 fan too. Yeah, E40 West Coast rapper. Look it up. Look get into it. This is what this is what this is all about. If you're a first time listener, those who know know. You have to absorb all of this. Weird information that's just floating around the room, or you'll never, or you'll never catch up. You'll just tell your friend you're like, I'm not into this at all. Yeah, that's what do you do? I don't understand. <laughs> like, why have you been listening to this for years? I don't get it. And you'd be like, Well, somebody listens to us in front of somebody else and laughs, and then yeah. there's a friend or a girlfriend in the room who's going, oh, yeah. Why do you think that's funny? Why is that funny? Right. Like, definitely that that dynamic is at play somewhere. That's called stinky. Yeah, someone's being stinky. stinky. Yeah, stop being so stinky. Stop being stinky. Start being freaky. Yeah. That's what I want to know. That's what I want people to do. We, we see this is an era where a lot of people are telling people what to do. So we should jump on. No that. more. No more. Nah, I'm, I'm doing the opposite. I'm back. Did I tell you my thing I'm doing? Uh, uh, you told me one thing you're doing. <laughs> um, Which is not. From known. now on, anytime anyone wants to talk to me about current events, if they don't say something that I've never heard in the first sentence... 
I'm going to immediately do a self IQ scan. And if their IQ doesn't seem greater than mine, I'm just not going to engage at all. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Boom. Done. That's good. That's, that's it. I, I can't take it anymore. I'm out. Yeah, the art of conversation is dying. Yeah, now we're fucking down. no more colorful infographics for me. That's it. I'm fucking, I'm cooked. Well, we've got You've plenty of me. PowerPoints every day yeah. from the no, governor. No. It's great. I'm fucking, I am, I am empty inside. Well, I, I showed you some info about uh, Dr. Fauci and John Taffer the other day. Oh, yeah. When that, you know, you've got, a, you've got a strong IQ. I, uh, I took Thank it to you. heart. I do. You know, I don't come from much, but that's one thing I might have. It's a strong IQ. And I, my mother told me the other day that I'm, I should do a TED talk on not taking taking the path least followed. And I didn't know what to, how to accept that. Yeah, what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> it was very nice, though. I was just like, oh, I guess. I guess I'd have taken the path less followed. I like that there's like people with no legs who've climbed Mount Everest <laughs> try to do that talk. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, I just say, no, they, doing all right. Hey, when the next time they have a TED Talk in Albany, it's going to be me up there being like, here, guys, this is how to do it. Work a string of meaningless office jobs, accrue social capital, Write six songs in five years, make friends, do something that makes you feel really good, and then, you know, whatever. And let it all come raining down on you. This does remind me of a good, uh, it's kind of funny. Um, I love it. For anyone who's got the TED app on their phone or fucking like their Apple TV or whatever, fucking cue that shit up and go to it. Doing it right now. Cue it up. All right, Q now you're you're on a phone. So long press on the app. Oh, I don't really have the TED app. Okay, now you see where it says delete app? Go ahead and delete that. <laughs> Just go ahead and do it. Um, but yeah. It's the Ted Kaczynski app. Oh, that's cool. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's the one where he... he the only Ted ideas worth spreading are I Ted was on. I woke up this morning at a message to come across the Ted Kaczynski app that there's a new manifesto of progress. I had to check it out. It's kind of sad he hasn't written anything else since uh, since Freedom Club's uh, fucking you know, earth-shaking. Sometimes you're one and done. Lori Moore only yeah. wrote a few great books, and then she ran out of juice. She had the creative yips. Ted Kaczynski is the Harper Lee of, uh, <laughs> of fucking like, intense manifestos. Let's get, let's get, let's get like entry-level literary on everybody. <laughs> yes, he's like the, uh, like the Harrison Bergeron. Believe you, I don't sure. Know that I don't is. know what that is. <clears throat> like Clinton's ditch, <laughs> that one book he wrote about Clinton's ditch, the canal that uh, made Utica a thing. Thank you, we mm. appreciate it. Yeah, that. Jesus, way to go. Yeah, thank you for introducing scum to the rest of the world. Very good. Cool. Anyways, are we going to talk about the lusty ladies? Yeah, we, I guess. Because everybody, I know everybody's uh, waiting with bated breath holding a piece of paper that they've scribbled yep, down. Yep. Um, so. These well, are the women I'm going to fucking bust off to tonight after I'm done <laughs> listening to this podcast. Really? Can I, can I be with you? Can I, can we look. I'm going to Skype the overnight drive Skype and the minute they yeah. answer, I'm just going to fucking cap. Can it be look but don't touch? Like just J-O bros j o Hey, it's cool. Mutual J-O is a must, Right. Can we just agree that like, what, what part of a component of our good friendship is a mutual J.O.? You and me? Yeah. What? We talked about this. I really don't want to do that. No, we don't have to look. <laughs> I love to suck a nice hard cock and swallow every last <laughs> drop of hot cum. It, it happened again. Wow, it's no, wild. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. It's not true. I don't think it's true. I mean, I said it, but I don't think it's true. Uh, oh, you know what? We don't have fucking misconnections. I just remembered. Oh, um, shit. All right. Well, you know what? It's, it's fine. We've been doing a lot of misconnections. We'll yeah. take a week off. There we go. Um, 
well, fuck it. Okay, so um, yeah, we're recording on Sunday, not Monday. Everything is everything topsy turvy for like the the other overnight drive like world, yeah. the uh, the hanger on world. It's true. No, it's hey, it's totally fine. Oh, the uh, I mean, uh, I think um, associate the associate producers should meet. Oh yeah, it's a good idea. Yeah, associate producer Hannah. Craig doesn't give a shit at all. Yeah, he's, looking, <laughs> he's like, okay. He's trying to figure out a way he can leave the room. Yeah, he's like, how can I do this automatically? No, he's loading up samples like a good producer shit. Um, so, uh, can I just... Uh, okay, so we're talking... Okay, Fire I want to talk about Sean Duty first, though. Talk about Sean Duty first. There's no rules here. No, there's no rules just right. There's just no like... Rules. No rules just right. Just like um, Outback Steakhouse. Yes. Outback, remember that commercial? No, no rules just right. I... No, did I imagine was... that commercial? I was laying in bed. Yeah, you were. It's like 7 in the morning. I'm kind of awake, kind of asleep, because I drank a lot the night before and was just, you know, like in that fucking zone. And out of nowhere, the term 99.44% pure popped into my brain. <laughs> I had not thought what of that. that. That is ivory soaps. That was their pitch yes. for years. 99.44% pure. Wow. And I, it just it hit me. Like, boom. Like, oh, fuck. 99.44% pure. Uh, it was really wild. <laughs> I fucking yeah, love there that. we are. No rules, just right. As a lad growing up in the outback, golf legend Nigel Bridges oh, go? showed little aptitude for sports. He wasn't very good at rugby or cricket, or so it seemed, at golf. But he tried and he tried and he tried and he tried and he tried. Until he got it right. I say this all the time. Here, dedication and commitment to perfection at Outback Steakhouse. Where a great steak dinner is always just a short drive away. Outback Steakhouse. No rules, just right. Good shot! Yeah, no rules, just right. Great tagline. Right? Do you think that's weak? That's just a little strange. Anyway, those, the 90s were strange. That was 98. The 90s are very strange. That's what we all talked about. I had a dream about the roof Koreans the other day. Wow, that's a very literal dream. No, it was just about, but they were. It was just like they happened all the time. Even if it was a Korean business or not, there were guards. Just always like roof Koreans, and that's cool. And they were all highly affected, like wearing tack gear, but also like brown pants, like that kind of thing. There was like very, very like. Listen, I might irritate somebody here, sorry, but if anyone is actively trying to hire and pay for roof Koreans, I'm ready to rock and roll. Call your man. Yeah, I can see that. But you're not, I mean, you'd be Ruth Andrew. That's fine. I, sometimes people think I have like a little Asian in me because my eyes are like a kind of like. Well, you also look yeah. like a little bit like Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's a compliment. Okay. That's I, a compliment. I don't care. It's fine. It's a compliment. He's kind of a dink though. I, I haven't never. He crossed in front of my car in Tulum and I wanted to run him over. I've never talked to him. <laughs> you should talk to him. <laughs> I, should, I should get Mark Ruffalo on, on, on speaker right now. Um, okay, so we're now. Uh, oh, we gotta talk about Sean Duty too. See, I'm, we're all over the place. There's so much. To I'm talk not about. gonna. You just do what you want to do. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. I'm not gonna give you any rules. I don't want rules. I'm not Let's gonna give you any reasons either. Thank you. I, I, don't, I don't need. I never need either. Um, <laughs> so we saw. Okay, so Sean Duty. We saw him. We were so worried, right? We were talking about how because we are on on a. Uh, we were blessed by being on a group chat with him. Yeah. And he hadn't been answering us. Now we pull the room, but we'll pull the room again. Not answering a text is not nice. 
That means that something is a, is amiss. Okay, so not answering a text is not nice, but also not nice directly proportional to how many people are in the group chat. If you've got nine people in the group chat and you don't Somatic. answer a text, whatever. It's like it gets buried. No, because the got, action's rolling. Yeah, yeah you got wrong. plausible deniability. When it's three people, mm, And two of tough. them are your closest friends and love you, you yeah. love and adore you, and you don't answer them. It's tough. It's not nice. It's, not, it's like not answering the... the 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 halcyon call the beckon call it'd be like not answering if we were on his front lawn yelling at yes the house. so he didn't answer but then he showed up at the bar that was very weird he didn't ask like what time or anything like just that it shows just, we were just up. very predictable i think he might have been showing up just to kind of scope and, and we, he got caught and we yeah <laughs> maybe i'm thinking about that but we told him that he should change his moniker because we know him as sean duty his full name yeah or goody but we said that we should, he should change his name to Sean Patrick. One word. Sean Patrick. Because it's beautiful. It, it's, it's, because he already has long, wavy hair. He looks good. He trimmed his beard, whatever. Yep. But we should wear, like, cooler clothes. And he'd be Sean Patrick, and people could ask him what he's all about. And it would be beautiful. So I think it's, like, not saving him, because no man needs saving until he does. He doesn't need saving he right now. He's fine. He's okay. But but we should just we've, like, we should we always talk about doing the Sean Duty makeover, so maybe we should do the Sean Patrick makeover and offer to buy him a bunch of threads, a hotel room, <laughs> a night out with somebody who was very into rolling around and screaming and yelling in bed. I mean, we tried to do the Sean Duty dating game very early on, and we had a bu- we had a bunch of women pretend that they would we, do it, and then once it was like, oh hey, we're gonna do it on like oh, the fifteenth, all of a sudden it was all quiet. Once in the, the rubber hit the road, yeah, we the logistical nightmare would have been to get set up all the Skype and everything else, but we did it anyway. We were ready, and he was like, Mur. and then they were like, no, but he was into it, and it ended up being a major come down for good. Yeah, I didn't even hear anyone say no. Everyone was just like, oh. You know, people, they were gone. people, and then where are they now? Exactly. Who knows? Exactly. Who knows? exactly. No answer for that. Uh, they're just chaff, godfather. Nobody cares, right? Where are lame. you? You rubbing elbows with a fucking internet celebrity? I don't think so. Sean Duty is an internet celebrity. Everybody loves him. Everybody meets him, fucking loves him, right? Right, producer Craig? Yes. Yeah, he loves him. <laughs> He's the last, the last time we're doing it. I said this out. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking hates this so much. Um, anyway, uh, so we're talking about uh, old ladies we want to boff. Yeah. Uh, big time. <laughs> and uh, Big time, bro. Big time, bro. You know, laying down a little wine and a little dining. Did you ever get your shit pushed in, cop? <laughs> yes. Ladies and gentlemen, the top five ladies. That we want to lay down There's with. There's no way I can do five. And have a conversation that leads to intercourse. Number one. Andrew? All right. That is the drum roll. God, I love it. You really, um, are becoming, you really are becoming the Fred of Overnight Drive. I fucking love it. Okay, this was not my idea. Uh, producer Craig brought her up, but Beverly D'Angelo still looks pretty good. Yes, this is wow. crazy. This is crazy. This is crazy. But she looked better and better as the series went on. Yeah. Did you ever see the outtake from uh, High Fidelity she was in? I did not. Looking really good. And I'm sure she looks better now. She's got a sun-kissed body. You know, she's been there and back. She's been with Chevy Chase, of course. Mm-hmm. 
And but Chevy Chase, when he was still a good-looking man, you know? Yeah, he's okay. Uh, he's yeah. looking real rough, but, like, people were really, really into him Do in, like, you, the early 80s. Do you remember when Chevy Chase had his own show? And it oh, was yeah. so Holy bad? fuck. It was unbelievable. It was unbelievably bad. My father and my my parents, my father was really into Chevy Chase. Like, your father loved, like, weird comedy so much. And he's like, oh, we was watching Chevy Chase show, and it was, like, appointment television. And we all bought snacks for it. My mother made pigs in a blanket everything. And we watched it, and my father's like, this sucks. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Like halfway through the yeah. first episode, he didn't get it because it was high concept. But when they I don't named, think it was high concept. I think it was, it was the bad show. No, it was because they did. He did a whole thing where he wore like Toulouse Lautrec like mime makeup and did a whole like silent thing with somebody. It was very druggy, and it was. And when you name when they you name somebody names a theater after you, you have to just go lockstep and tell corny jokes like Johnny Carson and hope that you make it into third place. Hope you beat fucking Rick D's. Yeah. You know, there's uh, the Alan Havy show on Comedy Central. I, I want to celebrate Eric Busta's birthday one day by giving oh. him a cake that is just decorated with an image of Chevy Chase dropping the birthday cake <laughs> on his show. It's very, very sad. It's fucking awesome. I don't know if that was on purpose or not, but uh, um, yeah, Beverly D'Angelo. All right. Yeah. My choice is. My choice, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, old Joan Jett. Wow, interesting. Old Joan Jett. I don't know how old she is. We this was what we were talking about. She might be too young. Well, that's the thing. All right. So right before we started this, I foolishly set the cutoff at sixty-five, yeah. and then realized that every woman that I would have sex with is ah, well below sixty-five. But you can retire early. Accounts are a thing is uh, able to collect social security. She's sixty-one years old. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're she, good. we're good. Oh, Pat, oh, Stevie Nicks is seventy-two. Oh my God, Lita Ford. Oh boy. Oh, Stevie Nicks. Interesting. Okay. Yo, Lita Ford is not attractive. We've no. gone over this. She wasn't attractive when she was eighteen. Probably looks better now. Yeah. A, the definition of age, producer Craig just looked up the definition of age. <laughs> like that a video that called end aging question marks just came up. Age? People also search for What is age anyway? Uh, yeah, so I would be with old Joan Jett, although she's rumored to only rumored. enjoy... Only rumored. En- rumored to only enjoy the company of women. Yeah, I can't imagine that. So I think that I would be disappointed when the door is closed. And she said, hey, man, like she's like a rocker. So she'd be like, like, hey, man, sleep on the couch. Hey, man, thanks for the beers and the brews and, the, you know, thanks for taking me out and the hot dogs. I like people also ask, where is Joan Jett now? Like right now? I don't (laughs) know. She's at Shoney's. If I had to guess Woodstock, I don't know. know, She lives in Long Long Beach, New York and has been a New York resident since the late 1970s. So she's just a quick drive away. Uh, a Long Beach, New York. I don't know where that is. Probably sounds like Long Island to me. I mean, I've been closer to Joan Jett than I am to you now. And she did look pretty good. Did she smell good? Um, I was outside. I couldn't Did tell. she still get wet? She still got wet, man. Oh, my God. Thank God. So, I think that it would be a thing where it's like, maybe for just one night, Joan, we can put aside, you know, whatever, whatever you have going on and just make love to me. Because I, you know, and she'd be like, okay. I, I already told you I love your music. I love I'm, rock and roll. Uh, your, your music's okay. I love rock and roll, right? She's living proof that age is just a number. <laughs> well, quite honestly. So that's my number That's my number five. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you're all... <laughs> here we go. And, Andrew, uh, you're number four. Okay. One coming out of left field here. 
Oh, you gotta wait for the, you gotta wait for the oh, soundboard. Jesus. Number four, Emmy Lou Harris. Whoa. Still looking really good in her old. <laughs> I fucking love this. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and hang myself, but I fucking love this. In my closet, so nobody finds me. Actually, this is the only one I didn't Google beforehand, so this might, <laughs> this might get really Harris rough. Coming she's 73, in 73 fuck. years young. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Nah, she's still looking good there. Oh, she was great. She was, actually, she was a um, protege of, uh, or a lay downer with Michael McDonald. Oh, yeah. Graham oh, Parsons, yeah. too. She too. fucking fucked a lot of powerful men. She did. And and look where she is now. Oh, Mark Knopfler, they're a couple. They make an odd couple. She's a star-spangled legend of country rock, and he is a bluff Scots Geordie guitar hero. Yet together, they have made one of the best albums of both of their careers. But that, does that mean they? That fucking... means like neither of them had a particularly great <laughs> output before. So wow, cool. Does that mean they fucking though? I think so. I fuck Mark Knopfler. Personal life. There you go. Boom. Right there. Oh, oh, oh. above activism. <laughs> yeah, please fucking skip activism. Harris has been married three times. Her marriage to Tom Slocum. <laughs> Slocum. Slocum. It lasted from 1969 to 1970 uh, and, oh and ended when she discovered that he was uh, slow to come. They had one child, though. It took 45 days to make because he's... It's, well, um, like, yeah. When he does come, it won't stop. <laughs> it's, like a, it's like a fucking dam break. Um, she was married to Paul Kennerly and also to Brian. Um, wow, some weird names. I know what is going on but how, here. But who, how many people did she slam with? I I hope Wikipedia has one of these charts slams. with all the people she slammed. Slams and it'd be like after activism, it'd be slams. Mumia Abu Jamal. Mumia Abu Jamal. Holy a, shit! In a conjugal in a prison conjugal visit outside of Philadelphia. Um, wow. Okay. All right, so that's my number four. Nemi Lou Harris, number four. My number four is, get ready, Monica Sellis. So I should have waited for the... That's all right. Okay. All right, let's see what's going on. <laughs> Yo, she's 46. <laughs> what, are you kidding me? She's okay. like almost as old as you are. What I, is I had a, uh, she looks a lot worse than we do. She looks like 40. She's 46 like I'm 46. I, I fucking veto this one. This is some nonsense. All right, fine. I forfeit. Andrew's number three. Oh, hold on, hold on, wait for this. All right. Number three. Um, <laughs> met her in real life and is very, very attractive, even though she's old. Susan Sarandon. Hey! Susan Sarandon. Still looking very good. Ah, uh, 73 years young. Uh, daughter, uh, daughter, girlfriend of Tim Robbins. Not anymore, man. She's on the, she's on the market. Whoa, 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 whoa. And she's pretty, I don't know anything about her. So what's her, what's her deal? Um, she's I, don't, a, I don't know. She's just very nice. Is she what movies were she, was she in? She got fifty million dude, bucks. Dude, she was in fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show. Do you not? I never do watched you not that. Time Warp. I've never the fuck done that, that. Stupid shit no, is because way early on, I went to a live viewing of the uh, a fucking little. little You're telling a story that happened in my life. Too. Yeah, this is wild. This everyone had to go through. This, I went I through it with a girl. I went. I was like, oh, oh cool. my god, yeah. Okay. Oh midnight. I, I oh, thought yeah, we were the gonna watch theater. a movie, and everyone starts screaming and yelling. And I was like, what is everybody, I was like, I was really like New York about, it. I was like, what is everybody, I was in Washington, and I was like, what is everybody doing? She's like, come on, get up, you know, you've ever seen this? And I was like, no. 
I have had the exact, exact <laughs> word for word so same many. experience. I bet so many people have too. Midnight showing, Rocky Horror Picture Show at Madison Theater. Some fucking theater woman that I'm trying to sleep with from high school. I'm like, yeah. yeah, sure, I'll go to this. Why not? Yeah. And all of a sudden, everyone's shouting, "Shut up, Greg!" or whatever the fuck it is. It's like, oh man. I was like, where? I I thought it was like a um. This was when uh, like um, flash mobs were getting popular, and I was like, this has to be a flash mob, right? Was I was very mad. nervous and disgusted brutal and i I had paid 15 dollars, which at the time was a pretty penny plus refreshments and people were throwing their refreshments all over the place oh yeah people love doing that shit it's like well shit who's this susan sarandon awful stupid movie we should do a talk over of this just to like just to fucking to relive the flashbacks we should do a talk over of this Ugh. with two women who are really into it. Just so we can sit there and be like, what are you doing? But Why are you yelling? But because we wanted to be with them, we act, we, we, did you go along with it? Of course. Well, I mean, yes. I didn't do anything, but I was like, okay, yeah, no, this I'll is fine. I'll stand. Because I, I wanted to see the film I paid for. Um, and yeah, everyone's this like, is, oh. uh, it sounded like meatloaf to me. I didn't get it. This is the original having to sit through a fucking typo negative album, oh, a yeah. fucking American football album, like what pretend Seems to be into a whatever soccer fucking game. nonsense. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought there was a live MLS soccer game. We should make a top five things that we sat through to fuck somebody <laughs> in our earlier lives. That's actually all right. Yeah. Next week we'll do the top five of that. That I know I can. Oh, film. I love a new bit. Top five, top five, an MLS soccer game. A whole live MLS don't, soccer game. Don't oh, do it. Lost. Don't do it. Okay, I won't do it. Sorry. Hold so it. <laughs> Number three. Corey Everson. Corey Everson. Corey Everson was a workout model and a very hot looking woman, which I loved. <laughs> when I was You're going to bring that picture up again. Got when I was it. a child, 62 years young, Corey Everson... <laughs> She had poodle hair, sure. Her her contemporaries include Linda Murray and Alana Shaw and Rachel McLish. Oh, However, dude, she looked like looks like somebody photoshopped Rachel Dolezal's head onto fucking the Incredible what? Hulk's body. This was a long. This was early on in my days where I was like, "This, she's hot and has muscles." I was very confused. I was conflicted. She's hot and has muscles, and I loved every minute of it. And she was in the she was in the uh, swimsuit issue. And she was also in another competing magazine that shows swimsuits all the time. It was called like Swimsuit Today or something like that. <laughs> that's the magazine that I got. That's the magazine that I got caught in the Price Chopper bathroom with. Oh my god! And it was bad news. But she was so goddamn hot, and I didn't know that she had steroids and she had fake boo. I didn't know anything about any of that stuff. I just knew Nipples that she really lie. <laughs> yeah, and she looked really good. And, you know, she was a contemporary of Arnold Schwarzenegger. That has to count for something. Her nickname was Miss O. You know, I can conflate that into meaning something else. So, all right, so she's 62. Are we going to say 60 is the cutoff now? I is think that... 60 might be the cutoff. All right, I'm going gonna, 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 I'm gonna to throw a bomb here then. Okay. I'm going to see if I can make this work. I don't know if she's 60 yet. We're going we're gonna... to... Number two. Number two. Uh, Monica Bellucci. Are you 60? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oh, waiting with bated breath. There we go. Monica Bellucci is 
Oh my God! Born in 1964, she is 55. Ah, oh. God damn it! You know what though? If we do this fucking list in five years, she's yeah, still gonna look good. Totally fine. I'm sure she looks. She looks right. great right there. In 2009, she looks like somebody we'd see on the subway. All right. <laughs> look, All right. I failed. All right. So we're we're down one each. Um. Uh, not my number two, Christy Brinkley. Oh, that's, a good one. that's a good one. <laughs> Number three for Craig. Maybe Craig and I are Eskimo brothers and we're looking at the Uptown Girl Billy Joel video and waiting for her to show up all rich and shit. Why would she even go to the gas station with the scumbags working if she was so rich? Doesn't she have a guy who does the, who takes her car to the gas? It was a Rolls Royce. 66 years old. There you My go. God. Well done. Christy Joel. Cheryl Teagues also. Very good. Um, <laughs> they have a kid named Sailor Lee Brinkley Ay, ay, ay. It's really bad. Um, there's also a question on this that says, what does Chrissy Brinkley eat in a day? <laughs> My God. Is she still like the gold standard of models? I don't think so. That's cool, mm. I guess. What does Chrissy Brinkley eat in a day? For breakfast, Brinkley told Shape that oatmeal is her go-to, saying, I rarely have time to cook it, so I just eat it raw. Bullshit. That's weird. That's weird behavior. Then I'll pour some flax seeds on top of that, and maybe a little wheat germ. Then I'll grab a couple handfuls of blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, rinse them off, and toss them in. Into what? You're eating your fucking dry... raw oatmeal, you weirdo. It's really weird. But she, she's, uh, her latest gig, see, uh, it's Billy Joel's laugh. Because Billy Joel has maintained a successful career among angry... Yeah, he sells that step- Madison Square Garden <laughs> like every week. Among angry stepdads in the tri-state area. Oh, yeah. And um, wearing Yankees clothes and cargo shorts and shit and be like, oh, Billy Joel's the fucking best. I don't listen to any other music. And uh, Christy Brinkley is selling the Total Gym with Chuck Norris on television right now. So who's laugh? I don't know. I don't know who's laugh. Those both sound miserable. Who laughs loudest? Remember Billy Joel freaked out in Russia and threw his keyboard on the ground? Yeah. Yeah. It was during the Russian concert because they were lighting the crowd. Because people started dancing. Yeah. Imagine imagine not being able to experience live music because you live in communist Russia. But then being letting the rhythm take control so much that you end up dancing to like psych piano man. Yeah, the, and get in trouble. The river. <laughs> yeah, in the middle of the night and then you get beat up. You're like, I got beat up, I'm paralyzed on one side of my body because I was dancing at a Billy Joel <laughs> concert. Good night, my angel, time to close <laughs> <laughs> A bottle of red. Um, a bottle of oh. man. Uh, anyone who doesn't follow me on Instagram missed a great post yesterday where I found on Instagram a federation of Russian men who fight in an MMA ring in suits of armor with swords. It was fucking awesome. Sounds I strongly urge you to go Google Russia M1. Sounds a little made up. It, uh, it's a real thing. It was awesome. The best part is the suits of armor are so heavy, the last round, they're barely moving. They're just, like, <laughs> standing there, like, mean-mugging each other because they can't fucking do anything. It's great. I'm barely breathing. Number one. Oh, fuck. We still have one more shit. One more, Andrew. All right. Okay, I got one. Number one. Hottest old lady to lay down with. Oh, mine? Yours. Oh, fuck. Oh, uh, fuck. Okay. I just gave mine. Christy Brinkley. Oh, Dolly Parton. Oh, Dolly Parton. Yeah, mostly because uh, I want to know if she's covered in tattoos, like the uh, like the conspiracy theory says. Producer Craig, put in Dolly Parton nude. Oh yeah. Um, 
And I, you know, fucking extra shout out to Dale Bazio who brought this whole thing on, but just doesn't look all that good anymore. Oh no. my lord! Oh, are you kidding me? There is no real? way that's really her. But oh my god, this one with her laying down, with her legs open. That these are real photos of her that's taken by Burt Reynolds on the on the set. <laughs> oh, I'm thinking. Yeah, so that's Burt Reynolds. You can't see his face. Well, it's funny. A little uh, inside information that my number one is. Speaking of Burt Reynolds, Lonnie Anderson. Wow, what is wrong with us? Lonnie Anderson. Thank you, Lonnie Anderson, best known for being the um, administrative assistant for WKRP and being married to and breaking Burt Reynolds' heart. And, uh, and maybe his brain. <laughs> and maybe his <laughs> like brain. Like, he really didn't really function well after that. Lonnie Anderson, 74, 74 years old. looking great. Looking great. Also, wow, good call. Thank you very much. That's all she was. She had three. She was nominated for three Golden Globe Awards for WKRP. Did you know that? I did not know that. Who is the guy from WKRP? Like the the fucking the saucy character, the main character. What the uh, fuck was his name? Doctor. I don't know. Actually, Doctor Doctor. Uh, he was really good. He was in Police Academy. Oh, what was his name? Fuck, I don't remember. Can you click on WKRP in Cincinnati? <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of this. Down yeah. at the bottom. She was in, in Stroker yeah, Ace. Yeah. Uh, a. Uh, a Burt Reynolds movie. We did a Burt Reynolds movie not so we long did. ago. We did. Great. Should what I put Liza Minnelli in my fucking... Uh... Oh, my God. That, the, <laughs> I should have put Liza Minnelli because she was great in that movie. And she looked all right. They had in, such uh, good chemistry. All right. What's this fucking guy's name? His name is Gordon Jump. Gordon Jump. No, it it's does... Howard Hessman is Dr. Johnny Fever. That's who you're talking about. Howard Hessman. Yes, that is him. All right. Yes. So you're Dr. Talking about, actually, you're talking about uh, Les Nessman as Richard Sanders. No, I'm not. <laughs> no? Howard Hessman looks like somebody... Who would yell at you for wearing a mask? Yeah, he looks like my childhood friend Zach's dad. Yeah, he's like, I just got a Chevy Silverado. Also, you can't tell me what to do. Yeah, he was very good. He was really good. He played Dr. Johnny Fever. He was also in an episode of The Andy Griffith Show yep. a long time ago. Police Academy S- 2. He tr- plays Commandant Lassard's brother. Yeah. Exactly. That has, doesn't have an accent for some reason. One does, one doesn't. It's, it's very strange. Don, Johnny Fever and... Uh, WKRP was the responsible for the launching of the Doobie Brothers uh, song, It Keeps You Running. Oh, wow. Which was nice. languishing on the charts until that episode, and then it went to number two. So, you know, it's... Good show uh, you can't find on streaming. WKRP no, because it costs a million dollars every time you put it in syndication because of all the music. Oh, it sucks. Yeah. You know what I was thinking about? Do you think we'll ever, ever see All in the Family stream? Yeah. I you think, think so? so? Why not? Because you'd like somebody would get fired from Hulu for putting it on. Because it is in it's the context of it all. It's not then. Yes, people are really all in the family keen on context these days. All in the family is is not it. it, it you know, it's a it's a it's a takeoff. It's not. It's everybody has an old cranky grandfather, and everybody has a young. Yeah, you, you have to cancel them. They have to burn their house down now. You can't just be like, oh, grandpa, it, the Jews aren't coming to steal your money. <laughs> It was a good. I think it, uh, Archie Bunker's place was better, and the ending. Oh, that was so sad. And because, instead of uh, yeah, because instead of canceling it, um, like they're like, oh, ratings aren't so good, so we're gonna write you off out of the script by having you murdered in the back room. Yeah, not cool. As a commentary on crime. Not cool. <laughs> it was a different time, you know. Yeah, it really was a different time. Who was that fucking guy? Who was the guy who made every sitcom? I can't remember his name. Uh, that would be. Um, uh, I was just gonna say Les Nessman. Nope, no, not his name. What's oh, his goddamn oh, name? Um, uh, Norman Lear? Norman Lear. There we are. Norman Lear. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, what's the other guy? Who's the guy who made 90210? Oh, um, his daughter was in 90210. Yeah, uh, Spelling. Aaron, Aaron Spelling. Aaron Spelling. That's right. 
Spelling. Spelling, guys. Yeah, you could tell whose daughter, whose, you know, <laughs> whose father worked on the show when you yeah. took the whole cast and lined them up. I have an honorable mention. Mm. Honorable mention, anybody? Uh, I'm ready for it. Honorable mention, Pam Greer. You know, I, she was going to go on my list, and then I thought, I better Google Pam Greer. I'm like, oh, oh, oh never well, mind. Now? Not so yeah, much. Yeah, not, not so not much. Not so much. But that's right. why I was saying, is it now? Because if we did even 10 years ago, then, you know, like, she looked really good. She looked really good, and then, much she, you know, like, I have, you know. Yeah, it's kind of not working. She looks like Steven Tyler, kind she of. She kind of does. I would actually probably rather fuck Steven Tyler, if I'm being honest. Bridget fucking Fonda. Ay, ay, ay. She was in a movie called Out of the Rain, which was, like, one of, really, one of the best film noir movies that nobody ever saw. Featured is that Michael... the one in Gloversville? Yes, yeah. it was. You know that movie. Well, you told me about it two episodes ago, and you bet. Apparently forgotten that. No, of course. What, are um, what was I going to say? Pam Greer was great. She has known as Foxy Brown, and the and she was in the movie Shaft as well with Richard Roundtree. Great. She was also in the movie Coffee, and she was in Jackie Brown. Uh, Jackie Brown. Jackie Brown. I Jackson I used Brown. to say that Jackie Brown was my favorite Tarantino movie. Uh, but now that's just become a thing to say where you want to sound like you're smart, so I just won't yeah. like talk about it anymore. When but I, I uh, when I worked in uh, at Kim's in New York, uh, Quentin Tarantino came in and said, "Hello, everyone. This was my this was my school. This place was my school oh, when I was in college." Dickhead. And he was like, to no one in particular. He was just his entourage, and we were like, oh, and like nobody. I didn't recognize him at first, and I was like, oh, all right. And then this girl, Lori, called down. She's like, Quentin Tarantino is here. What should we do? Should we shut down the store? I was like, no. He's, Certainly he's, not. He's, he got, got drunk with his friends. And he came in the store and said, this was my school. And then he left like 10 minutes later. It was great. Should we shut down the store? Yes. Ugh. Yeah, we should. We should all go home. Great. Yeah, let him close down. It was Every school. time a celebrity came in. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Parker Posey's here. Should we close down the store? We actually did it to close down the store when Parker Posey came in once, but because Uma Thurman was already in there, it was it was a very weird scene. And they like ran into each other and had to like talk about their agents. And we're like, what are we supposed to do with this? Leave I don't it. know. Yeah, just like all right, cool. put on one of her movies. Uh, we also who else we had to close. She was the in store? a mighty wind. Oh, we had to close the store for uh, for right. Ice Tea. Michael Strahan. That was fun. Ice did I tell tea. the story of Ice Tea? I know. It was, I mean, there's not much of a story. Two of my coworkers were just screaming at each other, like, really bad. Like, you're going to come to blows soon over some bullshit. And then I see Ice-T walking across the street towards the store. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, 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 like, knock it off, customer. And Ice-T walks into the most pregnantly angry room. Yeah. He, like, walked in, like, he'd, like, definitely tell something was off. <laughs> It was like, hey, man, how you doing? What's Probably not going the first on? time. No, certainly not. Probably not the first time. Uh, yeah, it was fun. And he's like, hey, man, I'm just here to get some... Uh... Good customer. I almost met Coco, but uh, we closed, mm. and I I definitely told this story. I was, like, downstairs or something. I was, like, away from the door, and I heard the door rattle, and I'm like, oh, sorry, we're closed. And then I heard Ice-T's voice mm. go, oh, man, they closed, and I, like, <laughs> ran to go and, and get it, but oh. he, he was gone. I could just see him and Coco, like, in a distance, and that and was like, it. Ice-T, no! Why, wow, you missed out on the big sale. Though. I know, I really did. You should have given him his own key. I know. I do Listen, any... I fucked up a lot in life, all right? It happens. No, come on. Wait, okay. what's the, okay. what are the, no negative waves, No, man. I'm None not, of us, we, that's not even us. negative. That's me just ri- That's me riding those neither negative waves. Us. I'm surfing them. I'm, this is There's TNC the, surf that's design. That's admitting the existence of the negative waves. No, you get, but listen, things things bad happen, you just got to roll with them. That's, that's fine. exactly it. It's all good. You just no, go home. We've well, all messed up a little bit. That could have been different, but here we are. Yeah. 
It could have been something. Instead, it was nothing. Yeah, what if instead I opened the door and I inhaled fucking uh, plutonium from some Russian spy and I got the bone cancer? That takes a long time. You could have gotten some stuff done by then. Yeah, that's, yeah. What about the guy who drank the nuclear tea? No, that's what I was thinking yeah, of. Yeah, like I was that same it. weird era. You know, yes. what if... You know, and I w- there was a time where I would know the name of that guy, but... It's before the end of the episode. I'll remember it. <laughs> not enough uh, Not enough brain stuff. Or I'll at least remember the isotope they put in the tea. Polonium. I've got that. Polonium. All yes, right. the isotope. Sponsored by Polonium. The, uh, the same... Um, whatever network that detected Chernobyl in Sweden detected the unusual activity has detected more unusual radioactive activity from uh, from that same area. So yeah, keep an eye on the news. Hey, is it, is it going to affect my sleep? Is it in, I don't think is so. it in my backyard? No, I think you're okay. I don't care. I think it's fine. That's Alexander Litvinenko. God, Russia is so cool. In uh, held the deadly poison that was used to kill the former Russian spy, Alexander. Died of radiation sickness. Swallowed a fatal dose of polonium-210 by drinking tea at a business meeting. That's what you get for doing business the old-fashioned way and not over Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Was it so hard to wear a mask, Alexander Litvinko? If he'd asked himself the question, couldn't this meeting just be an email? Or can we do a WebEx for 10 minutes? That's fine. I was in that situation where this person wanted to meet in downtown Albany, and I said, we can definitely just do this. Yeah, it's certainly Oh, not. you live in downtown Albany? Yeah, like one of those gruelers where you had to explain your personal lives and shit, and I was like, oh, we can just meet on uh, Swan Street. And I was like, nah. Certainly <laughs> fucking And I don't want to, and it's not that I don't want to meet because of COVID. I just don't want to meet, ever. Yeah, no, I just, not at all. Break just, bread. He's like, oh, he used the term break bread, and I was like, no. Mm-mm, pretend never. I'm Siri. I'm just a robot that talks to you and tells you the weather. <laughs> Hello, Siri. Hello. I changed my Siri to a guy voice. Oh, no shit. No. Totally threw me off. Interesting. Yeah, it's very weird. I feel like if I did that, it would actually go off in the night, and I would stand up because I would think there's a man in my house and be, like, ready to fight, so... Hey, uh, Siri. Yeah. Uh, Alexander Litvinenko. Alexander Volterovich Litvinenko was a British naturalized Russian defector and former officer of the Russian FSB wow. Secret Service who specialized in tackling organized crime. All right, all right, okay. All right. Would you like to hear more? No, no, thank you. Certainly not. That's great. Uh, yeah, no, I would. that would wake me up and, and a little put bit of me an into like, a full fucking fight mode. There's a little bit of an accent. I'm not sure where that comes from. Nuh-uh. Anyways, let's do some questions. It's 50 after. Okay. 10, of, 10, 10, of, 10 on the hour. God, just like we actually really don't have many, so but we'll we'll do a couple. It'll be fine. Um, do either of you think Sean Duty would choke a woman with a chain if she asked him to? Dear God, like again. I would say no, just because he'll never do anything you ask him to do. He'll he'll be like <laughs> like, like Sean Duty choked me with his chain. He'll be like, ah, actually, uh, chains don't really fit in my hand that well. They just they yeah. kind of chafe. Makes my hand kind of raw. Yeah, it'll just and she'll be like, all right, get out of me. Like, all right, get out of me. Get out that. of me. Get out of me. This is a this, so this is the discussion they're having during intercourse. Oh, of course. Get out of me. Get out of me. More women should say that. Uh, what do you guys think of the song "Waiting for a Star to Fall" by Boy oh, Meets Girl? God, "Waiting for a Star to Fall" by Boy Meets Girl. I don't know the song. Uh, Pamela Rubicam, one of the greatest songwriters of all time. She wrote. Uh, they wrote, um, and it's George Gray. Also, they want to. They wrote. Waiting for a star. They wrote, um, I Want to Dance with Somebody uh, by, mm. for uh, uh, Whitney Houston. My God. And they wrote that song for Whitney. And instead, they took it themselves. 
all the way to the top of the charts. One of the greatest songs of all time. Wow. Uh, it's very much of the era. Well, I know this. If I put it on, I'm like, oh, this fucking thing. All right. You want me to put it on? Yeah, put it on. All right. Okay, I'm going to put on Waiting for a Star to Fall. I'm Facebook friends with Pam Rubicam. She's not handling COVID well. It's not. It's not working. Get in and randomly punch my dick. <laughs> All right, there we go. It's not working for some reason. Uh, Waiting for a Star to Fall by Boy Meets Girl. One of the greatest songs of all time. Easily. Let's see what we got. Thirty-five million views. Got to dial that fucking synth back a little bit, man. Kind of, kind of dense. Opens with George Gray and Pam Rubicam running on the beach because they've just made a million bucks. They have no child weighing them down. Nothing but this end up. George Gray is now being wet. He doesn't seem particularly happy about that. He's a man with shades and a hat. I know this song. Oh, they're the kids. Yeah, I don't know what this is. I've never heard this before, I don't think. Great song. Unless it's got a very, very noticeable chorus. It does. That's different than it this. It has a signature, what they call a signature Let's get chorus. Let's chorus, and we're going to fucking kill this stupid thing. What? It's a great song. Only 7,000 dislikes. It's got a bridge chorus and a chorus. Keep going. Um, no, no, it's no, okay. No. It's fine. I, you gotta wait for the chorus. Oh, that's not it. No. Craig knows it. Long in my arms, baby. Yeah. Great song. It's okay. I mean, it's not a bad song, but I don't know what it is. All right. <laughs> um, so, in answer to your question, I don't know. It seems okay. <laughs> I got really excited. Uh, <laughs> You uh, two on guitars, Duty on bass, and Mark on drums with vocals TBD. What would be the name of this band? And more importantly, how can we make this happen? Whoa! I don't, I, I don't know. Like, we all live in the same town. Yeah, now everyone's, fun. everyone's here. Listen, we, we fucking Eric Busta has first denial yeah. on the, uh, the first, drum first section. First try to refuse all on the drums. Names come later. We yeah, all get I, in the I, same I, room I and play. Things. I don't care what it's called. I, I, I don't care what it's called. I only care what it's called if it's a garbage name. Call it like Sean end Patrick. Like, in a year. Then it's fucking... Then it's cooked. Call it Sean Patrick. Sean Patrick. Perfect. Perfect. Um, has every woman lost her mind this week? That is... Uh, it's a pretty good question, and the answer appears to be yes. Although I don't think that's this week. That might just be this month or this year. Um, I... Uh, I just have stopped paying attention to women. And it makes life very easy. What? Yeah, because okay. here's the deal. <laughs> I have really break. I have breaking news after you say that. Oh fuck! All right. So, anytime a woman wants to make a man mad, it's always it always goes to like, oh, your dick or your whatever. Like that's just kind of that's that's a standard play. Sure. But if you want to make a woman mad, I agree. You just don't give her attention at all. That's it. You just like you you like you pass through her as though she were a ghost. Uh, yeah, precisely. Exactly. 
So that's what if you're if you feel like every woman in the world has lost her mind, just to start to uh, start to hang with your dudes and uh, and disengage from women entirely, and you'll probably be much happier. Oh, hey, I have breaking news, everybody! Breaking news. What do we got? Uh, Cam Newton to the Patriots. Whoa, that is fucking huge. <laughs> Cam Newton signs a one-year deal with the Patriots. That's real. God, can we drive to South Boston right now and just fucking oh, like hang out in bars with a fucking there recorder? There are so many dudes named Kyle who are so mal. <laughs> I cannot believe this was queued up. That's amazing. Uh, it's eight o'clock now. We can get to Boston by eleven forty when oh, everyone is God. fucking lit and just be like, "What do you think about Cam Newton at the Patriots?" Oh, yeah. Listen, listen. All right, here's Every the deal. dude named Tommy yeah. oh. or Kyle. I'm so mad right now. This will be like when I went to go see uh, Mayweather Pacquiao during the Baltimore riots at a sports bar in South Florida. Like, <laughs> yeah, I heard some wild yeah, shit. That's really bad. Anyways, wow, so I, I, didn't make, I didn't make the decision. I just report the news. Cam Newton to the Patriots. I don't think it's a bad move. Perfectly honest, it's, it's all right. the best free agent quarterback out there. So, I mean, there you go. Damn. All, all right. right. Well, Holy shit. Here we go. Some breaking news. Um, I feel like Andrew's going to shit on this question, but do either of you have any experiences with cigars? No, I think they, I think they are gross, and you also look corny when you smoke them. I like like a really short cigar. You're chewing out of the side of your mouth, and so you look like a machine gunner. I like that, like an old man cigar. Like, Argh. there's a thing now where if you want to yeah. be edgy on YouTube, you like have a cigar. It's like very stupid. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's kind of. Nah. Um, I watched the wrong channels. Though I do like, uh, I like going to spots where they're hand rolling cigars in like a in like a mall or some shit. That's yeah. fun. <laughs> okay. um, and the last one, catching up with the most recent ten or so episodes, and my reaction to Ryan Van Wyke calling was basically Susan Waldman screaming of all the dramatic things at Roger Clemens' return. Bless you, boys. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> Bless Ryan Van Wyke also experiencing a birthday. Oh, yeah, that's right. He doesn't see how old he is, but he did get a birthday cake with a Cubs logo on it. Did he really? It's very nice, yeah. And I have a video, if anybody, if you'd like to hear it. Please. Uh, Ryan Van Wyke celebrating a birthday. We should should have uh, called him, but I didn't think of it. Yeah, that's all right. Um, We'll get him next week. Yeah. We also have uh, (laughs) a... Jesus Christ, okay. (laughs) 6th of June, 2020. That's not it. Cam Newton, you've Not just the, been signed to the Patriots on an aggressive okay. one-year deal. You're now in heaven. For a birthday cake and got some ice cream to go along with it. Um, I fortunately went out and got my favorite cake of all time because it's, it's my birthday, man. It's my favorite baseball team. Yeah, but... And you can see the little cub sticker things on it. Oh, nice. Right there. Yep, there we go. Here, take a picture of it like this. I hope that's not a Svengali agent stealing all of his money. Yeah, right? That's why he's not returning yeah, our calls. You can see the cub on it. Okay. And, and the, I forget what the ice cream at. Yeah. Here. And we got, um, I think it was Deer Tracks and... Um, <laughs> right yeah, no, I am. Um, then we got, I think it was Deer Tracks and... Um, turkey and cookie hit, Dough. Which are my two favorite ice, ice creams cream. also. What is Deer um, Tracks? Like uh, Rocky Road. Oh, okay. And so, but um, I am happy, though, that baseball actually did propose now. I mean, to do a 60-game season, Yeah. it's still not good enough for me, but, you know. Whatever they, they is. Should have had the, they should have taken the 114-game season like they had proposed earlier. But, um, but, yep, so you can see all the little, like, little cub things on it. So, 
That makes me happy to get that. Oh, this is what it um, looks like when he's happy. <laughs> I said, but like I said, I'm 32 today. I said, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. To live that age once. 32 years young, Ryan Van Wyk, nice. everybody. Let's get some claps going. <laughs> God bless him. Love him. Love him. Here's the 32 more. Can't be sure, but hey, you know, you can maybe get on the uh, get on the Peloton train. Yeah, you know. I'm a little concerned that they're giving him cake and ice cream and shit when he's just, diabetic. It's just like, one day. Yeah, but you're diabetic. You don't get to like turn that on and off. It's no. Not, you, don't, you don't bargain with that. Yeah, it's fine. I've been diabetic for years. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I, I take medication for it. Interesting. So, okay. Full disclosure. Ay, 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 ay. No, I'm fine. No, have not. Um, but yeah. Yo, so if you were diabetic and you're sitting around drinking beer over ice, I'd be screaming at you like a personal trainer. Yeah, I know. No, I don't tell you. <laughs> Jesus. Some things are better left unsaid, said Hall and Oates in 1986. I have one more thing. All right, I'm ready. One more thing. This is a woman named Elizabeth, who I found on YouTube, courtesy of a listener. Um, she's singing one of our favorite songs is it, in her uh, own way. Boy Meets Girl, Waiting for a Start of Fall. Oh, that's one of my favorite songs. That's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite songs. Not one of your favorite songs, unfortunately, but it might be at some point. It might be. We'll see. This is Liz singing to Kiss, Tears Are Falling. Oh, yeah. A live version. Wow. She's got the Ryan Van Wick angle and everything. Holy shit. And singing and mouthing along with the the raps. This is the live from Dusseldorf, Germany, Rock on Marine. I mean, honestly, set. this is what I do when I listen to this shit, too, so fuck it. Yeah, it's kind of every one of us right now. Elizabeth rocking out, so tears are falling. Oh, man. This is great. That's what she sings, it's great. We sing, we stand with you and sing with you, Elizabeth. You turn to me with a different look. And now it's raining. Looks like it's raining. Oh no, tears are falling. This is fucking great. Yeah, I love her. She's every, she's every one of us right does now. Does she do this for other songs? This is fucking awesome. She does. Nothing as good as uh, Tears Are Falling. She's such a request thing. Yeah. The 4F Club Tears by The Mentors. Yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> hey, Liz, could you sing The 4F Club by The Mentors for us? I'd like to get her. I'd like to call her as well. She's the newest member of our whack pack. Liz. I re- I'm way down for this. Every one of us right now, or her channel is Elizabeth Haga, H-A-A-G-A. Give her some love. Five subscribers? I think we can add to that. Oh, guy. fuck. She's five subscribers now. What's her thing again? Elizabeth Haga, H-A-A-G-A. There Elizabeth you go. Haga. Let's get her to 100. Yeah, we're going to get her to 100. Love her. Oof. Yeah. I have a bunch of Joel Schumacher rips, but we'll wait till next week to do all this. Right. They're yeah, all really good. Hot song. Yeah. It sounds exactly the same. I could watch this video every goddamn day. When he does the windshield wiper in the eyes. 
car. Or a car playing drums, cancer coursing through his body. He had no like idea. Cancer in every fingertip. Every time he hits the hi hat, he gets more cancer. He had no idea. <laughs> he had no idea. Or a car. He thought he was on top of the world, but instead he was under it. So cool. Jump, do it. Jump, do it. Right, this is them between sponsorships where they're kind of playing like, you know, he has like a, a, like a Schecter bass. So yeah, everyone's hoping yeah. their fucking yeah. BC Rich stuff exactly. holds up. <laughs> this is them right before his Sennheiser endorsement. He played a short guitar for a couple of years. Bruce Kulick playing a Jackson. He, he played in band, you know, a couple other bands. I love Kiss between sponsorships. My favorite. They're just playing their own stuff. Look at those crappy drums. Don't forget, Kiss is the official soundtrack to Pirate Summer. So exactly. get your fucking playlist made. Or Kiss of Ants. Whoa. And she's tearing down the dusty, the dusty uh, curtains. Like I've had many a lover do when she's angry. Tearing down the dusty curtains. We got to clean this place up. Here's a BC Rich. Wow. Really between sponsorships. Wow. Just play whatever. My hair is big. Yeah, that's big hair. Jesus. He looks like the fucking mother from uh, the fucking Bob Burgers shit. This is, uh, this is important to note. This is the song that happened right before Paul Stanley attempted to go solo. Mm. He did a tour, a, solo, a very successful solo tour um, with uh, uh, Bruce Cooley's brother Bob, R.I.P. that just died. R.I.P., yeah. And he, it, was, and it was to make Gene Simmons scared because Gene Simmons was trying to make movies at the time. He was in a couple of movies, like, about security guards. Yeah, he's in some really bad shit. <laughs> yeah. so, well, like, this well, is also when he started to fuck Shannon Tweed. It's really, yes, it all just comes together. Exactly. And then Paul Sanders like, well, I want to rock, so I'm just going to go play with these hotshot jobbers and pay them a grand a night to go rock. He's playing in shitty clubs. He played The Chance. He played Toad's Place. All these crappy clubs. And then he, uh, and then at the very last show, Gene Simmons was in the audience and said, let's go kick some ass. And Hell then they yeah. went on a tour. That's how Spinal Tap ends. And it's how you do it. It's how um, you do it. One second, I bet Shannon Tweed still looks pretty good. I don't think she does. You don't think so? No. Okay. That's right. You, no, you don't date a guy. You don't marry a guy like Gene Simmons and not have lines in your face. <laughs> oh, my Lord. No, what are you kidding me? She looks great. No, that's, she's, she's 63. 63. She's, she's within the fucking the limits of the contest or whatever it Ooh, was. Sophie Simmons. Yeah, buddy. Oh, she, she looks very stretched out. And oh, weird. she's looking good. This is okay. All right. She looks mad. Yeah, like, well, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, you look a, mad. I had a fucking actual monster for years because <laughs> I had no career other than dating Gene Simmons. Awful. All right. Awesome. Well, this has been yet another episode of Overnight Drive. Yes, episode 288. We've only just begun. That's Karen. <laughs> Let's start to be like, and thank you so much for listening. And in the comments, why don't you go and you tell us which five old ladies you'd like to fuck? <laughs> yes. In the comments, please tell us which five old ladies really gets you going and what kiss video really gets you ready for summer. Cool. Tell us in the comments. <laughs> Leave a review. Patreon.com slash Overnight Drive. Oh, no. Well, we, oh no! Uh, you're doing it. I see where this is going. This becomes Ethan. Uh, well, um, I, 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 oh, you can't do it. This is rules. Actually, what a great day. I, um, there it is. <laughs> fuck. The uh, uh, drive that Patreon.com. Uh, when I lived in Iowa, we would go. Um, we didn't. We were member supported public radio, but now this is listener supported podcasting, which is very different. Overnight Drive, or Patreon.com slash Overnight Drive. A dollar in a dream, that's all you need. dollar gets you in the door. Two dollars is even better, and if the sky's the limit from there, if you really love us, 
make our lives better. And we'll make yours better. <laughs> or we could or thank you to the Chris from Alabama for uh saying that as well. Eight inches of cut cock with a big old flared out mushroom head, big balls. Thank you so much. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, having a lot of fun. Oh, don't forget about, about our sponsors, Andrew. The of sponsors. Course, the sponsors. Uh, OlderGhosts.com, OlderGhosts. Uh, go to OlderGhosts.com. Also, OlderGhosts on Instagram. Vintage for everybody, not just those who can afford it. No $75 t-shirts here, folks. It is vintage clothing at vintage prices. Everybody's involved, and it's going to be great. Check it out. Everybody's involved. And it's going to be great. Olderghost.com. Just go because vintage clothing is cool. Summer, you're going to need some new looks. As a great man once said, new looks. New looks. And we're going to be good. Also, Dambassini.com. If you like photographers, look no further than Dambassini.com. No invite, volume seven out now. Also, our newest sponsor, they don't even know it yet, Pure <laughs> Neotropics. This podcast is fueled. By pure nootropics. I do feel better. After and one to go. Yes, I mean, we've taken one to go, and uh, you know we're we're ready to uh, we're ready to stay up for another fifteen hours. We're totally gacked out of our skulls. That was. My <laughs> yes. As the podcast is ending, we are now focused. Uh, do you want to focus? Do you want to concentrate? Do you want to perform? Looking I would like further? to come at the club. Would you like to come at the club? Well, I, we can't do that. They can't do that for you, but the other three things they can do for you, they'll bring you attack, release, output, and power. Wouldn't it be amazing if the Come at the Club guy started Pure Nootropics after the <laughs> Come at the Club company Dan. Fails? Shout out to Dan from... Uh, wherever you are, man. Dan's Pants. Wherever you are, probably in Vegas, whatever. Um, probably blaming us for his company, fucking going under and like sitting there stroking a gun waiting for the day where you can fucking exact, and, like, exact revenge on us. Hey, I love a supplement that only has three ingredients. That's great. You know, no, you don't have to pull out the dictionary for these ingredients, Andrew. Try all right here. L-theanine, theobromine, mm. and uh, caffeine. That's mm. it. Three ingredients, boom, 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 makes you feel good. Doesn't keep you up too late, but it keeps you up long enough. You can party down, listen to Kiss, do whatever you need to do. One, two, three, go. One, two, go. One, two. <laughs> Pure nootropics. <laughs> All right, well, be good, y'all. See you next week. Um, I got nothing else to say to Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.